0: Hey, what's up? My name is Adila Dosani, and you are sitting here with me and Elias at the Man Cave Chronicles. I'm playing the infamous Amanda Bobbsey, Well, one half of the in- infamous Bobbsey twins on CW's and Nancy Drew. Make sure you check it out. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, bro! Yo AT! I see Podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh,
1: I love the movies.
0: Comedy and more. From Deep Inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias.
1: Dila, welcome to the cave.
0: Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to chat. There you know, <laughs> we
1: go. We're talking off the air before the weather changes everything. It's messing us all up, but we'll get through this, right?
0: We totally will. I feel like as long as we're in it together, which we are, we're going to be fine.
1: Yeah, I, we're
0: gonna, I hope, I hope we're going to be hope, fine.
1: You hope, you hope, you hope. There
0: you go.
1: I know. That's a key So are. Yeah, this is an exciting time for you. You know, you're on CW's Nancy Drew. That's where the listeners and the viewers have seen you recently. You've done multiple projects in the past. You've been busy.
0: I've been busy. I've been really lucky to be busy
1: yeah so before we jump into the whole uh nancy drew i want to know like i always ask the story to everybody how yeah. did you get here today what was your path like what what pushed you to the acting world
0: oh man honestly um my uh so when i was younger my parents used to put me in like as i'm sure like a lot a lot of parents do on the weekends you know all those extracurricular sports like you and so they would plop me in so they could have their weekends, but they soon realized that I am not very athletically inclined in the water or on ice, which I feel like, you know, like learning how to skate is a yeah. huge thing here in Canada. And I, I can't do it. I don't think I'll ever be able to do it. <laughs> it was it was so bad. Um, and so I feel like they got super embarrassed. And so they plunked me out and they put me into community theater. Oh wow! Thank goodness. Yeah, and that's kind of where I got the bug, and for like you know all things theatric, and yeah. that's kind of what led me here.
1: Wow. What uh? What age were you? How old were you?
0: I was like six, seven. Oh wow! Yeah. So you, I've been I've been a drama queen for a bit.
1: Now <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned sports. I did read online when I was doing some research. Uh, you messed around a little bit with rugby.
0: I did. Listen, I can I can do all the dry land sports, but like, yeah. please do not put me in water. I will, <laughs> like, I, I will drown. I can't even doggy pedal. I don't even know. It's, I'm not a good
1: swimmer either. Don't worry. No. Okay, sweet. <laughs> so, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about the rugby thing. I was curious about that. When I saw that, I was like, yeah. I got to ask you a few questions about that. Tell us about that.
0: Totally, yeah. So, um, I played in high school for a bit, and I got to say, again, like, I wasn't very good in high school, so all my girlfriends would chirp me. And I feel like that's kind of where I was like, I gotta get redemption. I gotta be like, yo, I could play in college. And so when I got to U of T, um, the University of Toronto campuses, it's super Harry Potter-like. So each, we have like colleges that kind of split it up. And so I was at St. Michael's college and they didn't have a women's rugby team, only a men's rugby team. And there are no rules saying I couldn't play. So I started playing. I probably should have quit, but I didn't because clearly wow. I like self-torture. But I hate when people tell me I can't do something. So yeah. I stayed on and that's kind of how that rugby venture wow. went. It was it was tough, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't
1: know. So like so throughout like throughout your years when you were like yeah. in school and you were doing your acting lessons at the same time, like what else influenced you to like keep pushing yourself, motivate yourself like, okay, you know, this is what you want to do. Yeah.
0: Like, an, yeah. I mean, I just, like, I always say, I felt like it was the only thing I felt like I was really good at and I hate to be, you know, listen, we're just going to be real. Like we're humans. Yeah. We do have a little bit of narcissism in, in us. And so when you find something that you're kind of good at and you get some sort of like acknowledgement or accolades about it, I feel like I'm just going to be dead honest. That's kind of initially what drove me. Um, and then you soon learn you can't really do this if you're faint at heart and You got to really put on that Teflon suit, otherwise you're hooped (laughs) Um, and you're real down in the dumps all the time. But I feel like that drove me. And then I really started to just like love being on stage and telling stories. And I don't know, I feel like I feel the most myself when I'm doing that. Like I know what I want. I know what I'm doing versus in real life. I'm such a chaotic mess. Like I don't sometimes know who I am. You know, and it's so, yeah. it's like, it's not tangible. It's not something that you can explain. It's like that weird feeling. And I know it sounds so cliche, but, like, you know, like you get that weird adrenaline yeah. rush and the butterflies. And then you're like, yo, this is sick. So,
1: did you have a backup plan just in case if things weren't going to work out? No. No.
0: <laughs> I am like, la- no, not really. I mean, my parents did kind of push me. They've been so supportive throughout all this. But, like, listen, I am like South Asian. We all know, I'm gonna say it. Like our parents are like, they normally want you to be like an engineer or a doctor or, you know, something along those lines. But um, yeah, my dad always was like, well, if you don't wanna do those things, then like he would push me into like advertising or he was like, use your artistic self to like, you know, do something when things are slow. So I kind of like went that route a little bit in university. Didn't really work out clearly. you know, I don't know how to stay within the box. So that's <laughs> <you know>, fine. <laughs> but no. So,
1: so after graduating or after finishing school and everything, uh, what was your next step? What did you do? You start auditioning right away did You continue with acting classes? Yeah,
0: honestly, I, I was on, so I was lucky. I was able to like work in theater when I, I, so I stayed in Toronto for a bit, worked in theater quite a bit. And I never thought that I'd go into like film or TV. I was like, I was that snob. I were like, obviously we'll eat my words right now, but I was like, no, if you're a real actor, you gotta be on stage. It's not true, <laughs> but that's kind of where I was yeah. at. And it wasn't until I had to move back home to Calgary um, where the theater scene was quite small at that time there um, that I got into like film stuff. A buddy of mine was like, just get an agent, try to do some mm-hmm. commercials and that's kind of where I was like, "Yo, this is insane! It's not an eight-week run. You work a couple days, you know, like."
1: Yeah, it, it, you have like the, then you have a break, and then you got to go at it again.
0: Exactly, exactly. But no, I didn't. I didn't really. I tried. Listen, like, I was lucky enough to get jobs in Toronto, and like, I, 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 I would try to get auditions for bigger stuff. But like, I, I would, there was a time where I couldn't even get like a general audition for the life mm. of me. I, I don't know. Like years of drought. <laughs>
1: how how did you decide? Like I know, like some people I've talked to people that you know actors from Canada yeah. where they're like they just did the jump right to L.A. How come you decided to stick around and not do the jump towards no. California?
0: I mean, I was in a relationship. Okay,
1: let me say.
0: Yeah, you know, like yeah. truth be told,
1: you should have that- packed him in the bag.
0: I should have packed him in the bag. I should have <laughs> packed him in the bag. I did. I came to Vancouver, and well. That also hit the fan. Listen, I'm telling you, my life is just chaotic.
1: Jazz well, just it, don't work Vancouver out so is that. the Hollywood of Canada, like they say. A it lot totally of things get filmed did. up there, so you must like that. That I a lot of it. things get filmed there.
0: Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's insane how busy it is up here. So in that sense too, like I've had opportunities to go down to LA. I actually did live there for four months during a pilot season. I don't know. Like I love it. I loved it, but not enough to live there. I just didn't mm. feel like it was my place. I don't know. It makes sense.
1: That
0: yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really vibing it, but now being up in Vancouver, I'm like, this is dope. Like it's home. It's so busy. I don't know. I kind of like being close to family. I'm such an, as much as a, as an extrovert I am. I like, I just love being in my own home bubble, you know? Yeah. It
1: makes sense. Cause like I said, yeah. other others that I've talked to, they've had their show. They're like, I just like, you know what? I'd rather just travel to LA or if it yeah. gets filmed there two, three months and I'm back at home until the next project starts next thing you know i'm in new york i'm I'm in atlanta or i'm in vancouver like we said
0: and i mean that's the beauty of it too right i feel like that's like the like one of the perks of it is like you get to explore all these different places if you're not based out of there so i don't know
1: so you mentioned commercials did you end up doing any commercials at a a young age yeah what was it
0: i've done a few so i got my first commercial man this is so bad but i was like I lied. Like, listen, I don't know. I don't, I'm so glad they didn't actually tell me to do what I lied about, but it was for um, Shaw Communications, which is like a telecom company up here in Canada. And uh, they were looking for like artists. And so I was like, well, I'm an artist, but not actors. And my dad's a carpenter by trade. So I went in and I was like, I'm a carpenter. And they looked at me and they're like, no, you're not. But like, I had this jewelry box my dad made and i was like yeah i made this i used the router to do this and i sanded this like i just i don't know what came out of my behind luckily booked that job thank god wow. on the day they didn't ask me to use any machinery because like i would have been about am out of here I so, <laughs> legit i would have had to run like i yeah yeah that's
1: awesome do you do I you know. do you enjoy doing the commercials would you do more
0: yeah, I've done. I've been so lucky to do so many commercials. I love commercials, and I know it's like such a 50 50, but like, it's like you're you get paid to improv. Yeah, you know, and like if they're so quick, I freaking love them. I love commercial work. Like, and then you just get to think on your feet. You get to be like kooky, and and that's the advertise. I feel like that semiotics advertising brain in me. Like, I really like find metrics like the metrics of marketing and sales. Yeah sexy it's weird i don't
1: know
0: it's funny because the
1: commercials it's fun because like you know like you can get into a phase or like a routine where you know you have a tv project and then what if you have like a five month break you could do a commercial or two and keep going
0: exactly and it like they're great right like they feed you and it's still work and sometimes i feel like i mean i say this quite often i'm like it's harder to do commercials because you don't really you can't hide behind dialogue so like you Mm. have to like it really taught me to think on my feet, and I think doing commercials, eight hundred percent has made me a better film or TV actor. You know, it's like practice. Like, totally, totally, and you got to be so in it because, again, it's like it's all improv, which is so hard to do. Yeah. I think, like on the like, I would never be able to do like stand up or like SNL type. You know what I mean? Like the sketch stuff where you have to like totally be so sharp. Make things like, up, yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, other than commercials, like what was one of your first gigs that you got when you started auditioning?
0: Oh man. One of the first gigs. It was um oh my gosh, it was this like Canadian Bollywood film, which was really, really cool. Um, because I got a word with my people, but it was wild. It was it was super cool. I played like the younger sister of this um Gangster, and I guess it was based on a true story. But this is where I learned that, like, if you have a stunt you need to do, and you don't have a double, or things got to be thrown on you, be prepared to get it in one take. This was oh, like wow. my intro to like filming and TV, and there was a scene where this dude throws a drink on me, and it was so. Again, my first gig, I was like, oh no, like, what, what am I gonna do? We ended up having to do like seven or eight takes
1: you had eight I times like, st- water thrown yeah, at you? Yeah, because or... I just
0: wasn't able to like get the cues or get <laughs> on my mark. I was so ill-equipped and ill-prepared. I feel like I messed that whole day because like, you know, time is money. Let's be real. Yeah. Yo, it was bad. It was Please bad. Tell me,
1: do you have the tape of that still?
0: I feel like I have it somewhere. <laughs> I got to find that. It was brutal. And like getting like, ice, like an iced drink at a bar thrown yeah. on your face for eight times. I was like, they had to redo my makeup, my hair, like they had to blow dry my clothes. I was, I am I never got hired by them again. So maybe then, uh-huh. there you go. <laughs> hey,
1: but, then you, but you learn and you go on, right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> oh, well.
1: So it, in the acting world, is there somebody that you look up to that you try to model yourself under? Like kind of like, you know, you watch their movies or their TV shows just to get an idea like how you want to play certain characters in the future.
0: You know, I feel like I go through phases. with that like it changes but the one thing like moment I feel like that's kind of like influenced the way that I want to be around people on set or like carry myself as a storyteller professionally was this the time I met Christopher Plummer actually yeah it was wild so we um Stratford Ontario has like this incredible theater community and I believe it was the campest I went to go see him because when you're in theater school like they kind of take you on you know like trips there it's super close yeah. um and we got to do a meet and greet and like it was insane like you know when you say you sometimes meet someone who has like an aura of like a demigod like there's something so magical about that person's energy and and how they treat people I feel like that for me was like Christopher Plummer and it was wild because we got to go backstage um between the acts and stuff like that it was super immersive and just the way he treated his cast and carried himself the way he like treated all the technicians um like how he treated us like he gave everyone like he was always listening never distracted he was so genuine i was like i want to be like him he was just so gracious and kind and poised and i feel like that moment's always stuck with me so it's one of those things like it's not like he's impacted what I kind of want to do artistically in that sense. But I feel like I'm like, if, if he can carry himself in such a gracious way, why can't everyone else? And so every time I'm on set or things get stressful, I always think of him and maybe it's not really answering your question, but like, no, no, no,
1: it's true. Cause it's like, like, you want to enjoy going to work. You don't want to be miserable because like if somebody's miserable on set or even like at a workplace, you don't want to like, you don't want to go to work then because you don't want to be around that person.
0: Totally right. And then yeah. and then you just like shivel shrivel up and you're like, well, fudge. Like
1: Yeah. I just want to yeah. do what I gotta do and go home because exactly. you don't want to be around them.
0: And you're around these people like 16 hours a day. So it can right. get super miserable. And I've been on sets where it's like that, where you're like, oh boy. <laughs> I won't throw any tea down, yeah. no shade, but like we've all experienced it and it's so cold. And then you feel like you can't support your fellow actors in doing the mm. best work possible. So it was just how he supported his fellow people. I feel like that, you know, kind of influenced how I how I go into things. So
1: that's great because then, like, yeah. someday you know you can be that person on a set where somebody's having a hard time or even a bad day, and yeah. you just talk to them. Yeah,
0: and it makes the world of difference. Mm. I don't know, yeah. just being kind.
1: Yeah. But like
0: you know, and then, but then there's the like, listen, like we all love the classic like A-list or Meryl Streep's, you know what I mean? Like just Robin Williams, actually. I would have loved, like that would have been a dream. I love all of his work and just everything artistically about him. So he's definitely been someone who's kind of shaped what I would love to do, like character work-wise.
1: He could do everything, he could have done everything.
0: could have done, he He could have done everything. He did everything. Like he was such a great, you know, both those men. Yeah.
1: So. So, yeah. So let's talk about Nancy Drew. How did you get to that universe? I like it. How exciting has this been?
0: Oh, my God. It's been it has been incredible. It has been wild. Um, Let's like I grew up reading the books, as we all probably did. Right. Nancy Drew, Hardy Boys, uh, Bobby Twins. I had a few. My mom's actually like a sleuth, legit sleuth. (laughs) so i feel like she was more excited than i was just because that's her passion in literature but um, it's been great like listen to be able to like take two characters in literature from their source material who are who are who know were traditionally like affluent caucasian kids and then be able to put this spin on it um has been so great because i feel like as a kid i i grew up you know reading those and never thought i could see myself playing that character on tv like i love their twinning energy i love how there are such little salutes and so not to mention it being like such a dope win for representation but it's been really awesome being able to portray something in fiction that i grew up with
1: did you was this a self-tape or was it a live audition and did you know who you were auditioning for or was it like like a secret
0: no it was such a secret yeah no it was so it was a self-tape it was like the summer last summer July 2020 like right when things were starting to start back up um post like the heat of the pandemic yeah. in Canada and yeah no I had no idea like we had the breakdowns and we knew the names were there like Amanda and Gil so you could kind of see we knew there were siblings but no a- absolutely no idea um so I threw it on tape and a few weeks later, did a Zoom with Larry and Amanda, who are co-executive producers, and they also direct some of the episodes. And we kind of chatted. I did a read with him, resent it in, like did a retape after his notes, and then got approved by the network a few weeks later, but because of COVID and how long it was taking for all the safety protocols to come into place, they did another search. And so oh, wow. yeah, so it was pretty wild and so I was like shoot like gone I guess and that was like eight weeks like so I honestly thought that the role had slipped through my fingers because when you hear that you're like well, yeah,
1: well you didn't get it yeah I didn't What's get next? it uh,
0: yeah and then the, and then it came around and um, my agent called me definitely played like a dope little prank on me but um and and then and then when I met the EPs Noga and Melinda that's when I found out They were the Bobsy twins, and I literally I was like, I think I went in a shell shock. I was like, say what? Because like you you,
1: yeah, you have
0: thought, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's awesome. So how different is uh Amanda compared to the books and on the show? So different, yeah,
0: yeah, so different. I mean, in the books, it's two sets of twins, too, right? yeah um and so like so I think it's like the older set Gilbert and Nan is kind of who they're they're taking them after but so different I mean this rendition is just a lot you know it's a lot darker I feel like Mm -hmm. it's a lot more relative right now to our times um and like they deal with all these supernatural elements which I feel like definitely impact the characters and their journey and stuff like that especially this season's been really dope because they're dealing a lot with like all these mental health issue kind of things and like the psychology behind like what's real, what's not, is the narrative in your head impacting like your current relationships. And and so, and that didn't, that wasn't really in the source material per se. Um, okay. So they're completely, completely newly developed characters in that sense.
1: And this gets filmed in Vancouver too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, so, it,
1: so, is it yeah. so how would you describe Amanda? Like, on on your take.
0: Why you gotta put me on the spot?
1: (laughs) Um. What's your favorite thing about her, too?
0: She's curious. I love that about her. She's just, like, she's a curious cat. Like, she just, she wants to experience the world on her own, in her own eyes. Like, so Amanda and Gil deal with so many codependency issues, which you learn throughout the season because of where they came from. And she just, she's got a lot of hope that there's like a better world out there and a better world for her to live in. And she just wants to like eat it all up and know it all and experience it all. And I love that about her because it gives so much liberty, right? Like as an actor yeah. for you to explore all those elements.
1: So you mentioned Gil too, uh, that's played by, how do you pronounce Pranit? Is that how you pronounce his Praneet, name?
0: Yeah, yeah So Yeah, like,
1: so like how fun was it playing like scenes with him and like how like the chemistry between you two because you're oh. playing the twins also.
0: Yeah, so like, and like that—it's that. like so hard, right, to get like yeah. a sibling energy. So awesome! So Pranit and I actually—we we knew we knew each other, but like we weren't really friends or anything. We're actually from the same small town. We're oh, from really. Calgary, yeah, isn't wow. that wild? So I feel like that innately kind of connected us, where like we just and we grew up kind of the same way in Calgary. So we had that initial connection and. I feel like it kind of just snowballed from there. It hasn't, it hasn't been hard. Cause I feel like in real life, we are very codependent on each other, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I feel like plays plays to um, Gil and Amanda, but it's been awesome. I mean, Praneet's so freaking great. He's such a thespian. So being able to work with him and explore, like you, he really like brings you in. And so you really got to sit in these characters. And I think because we got along so well and we have, you know, we have that connect where we're from the same place. It kind of just like, it sparked right away. Mm. So it, it was, I'm lucky. Like I'm so lucky. I didn't have to do a lot of work. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. What do you think? Spin off someday with you two?
0: Uh, yo, you said it here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who wouldn't love that? I would love that. Like I think the bobsies have so much to give. Like there's some, they're cool cats who definitely stir jazz up. So Yeah. I think um, so.
1: How many episodes did you film for the season for you and uh, for you and Gil or Yeah. You?
0: So we in the season there's eighteen and our our stuff started like episode our storyline started episode seven moving forward. So I think we both did how many did I do? Seven? I think we both did about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Seven, eight, well, yeah. Yeah. Give a so far, so you've had a few episodes that aired so far. What's been like your favorite scene so far with your character?
0: Uh, oh my favorite scene you know what was really cool actually to film um okay so it was in season it was episode one um where amanda gets hit by the car that basically knocks her out and that's kind of where things propel that was i feel like my funnest episode to film because my stunt double was so freaking cool and so she's the one who did all of that stuff like i mean we we, I would love to do that. I really want to get into stunts. I was like, but,
1: actually my next question, like, what? You didn't yeah. do your own stunts?
0: <laughs> I, I asked them. I was like, I can do it. I played rugby. Like, can I just be the brawn of this operation? They're like, no. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do my own stunts. I love that jazz. That's like what gives me an adrenaline rush. But watching her work, like, it was so dope. Like, she was getting hit by a car. And then obviously it's like, we have the reactions off it, but that was my funnest one to film because it was pouring outside. Oh, it wow. was cold AF, it was so cold. Um, and it was in the middle of the night cause it was a night shoot. And so I feel like everyone's adrenaline's were running high and that was, it was so wild to be able to work with her.
1: Wow. You mentioned all night, how long, what was the average time that you were on set for uh, filming? Eight, 12 hours around there or more? Yeah, it
0: kind of depends. Like usually 12, like it's usually a full day
1: was this mostly i know like some shows get filmed like in the middle of the night is that how you guys were like 11 o'clock at night to like four or five in the morning something like that. yeah
0: yeah that's it i know How how do you how
1: do you do with that how do you do that
0: i don't know i'm such a morning person so it's tough for me like a lot of coffee and i can't nap so it like i get loopy i get real cuckoo banana loopy um coffee a lot of water listen gummies
1: there
0: you go you know Reese's peace bites I should they're healthy but yo that sugar rush I feel like it puts you it kicks you in so <laughs> you Reese's go. peace bites though those are my, favorite, there you go. my secret
1: so uh what's next for you after this have you been working on any other projects or just auditioning
0: yeah just auditioning I feel nothing's really come through yet but just totally fine I feel yeah. like coming out of this pandemic it's just so nice to be able to like practice living in the moment mm. you know and being there for family so nothing nothing yet hopefully something comes through but I feel like it's totally okay maybe a commercial or two right which right. I'm gunning for I'm like it's car season commercials it so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll let <Right>. you know
1: <laughs> well what do you so what are you doing like in your downtime what's up uh, what's the one show you've been binging or a few shows or movies
0: Oh, man, you're going to judge so hard, but it's fine. I'm, like, addicted to the Bravo, like, Bravo Housewives.
1: Like, oh, like, the reality shows?
0: Yeah, I don't I know I can't why. get into those. I don't
1: know, I, know. You, I don't know. It, My wife good. watches those, too. I don't know how she does it.
0: Like, you just sit there, and it's, like, staring at a wall, but it's so juicy. Like, I I, I don't know. They, they get me, so those. <laughs> I've been watching <laughs> those. And I, I feel like everyone else, like, Bridgerton and... I know, but that I, like- I
1: didn't watch that either. My wife watched it. she loved Did it. Did she love it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, she loved it.
0: Yeah, it's like medieval gossip girl. It was so good. Oh I, yeah. mean, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but like, I don't know what what other go. You know what though? I've been enjoying documentary series quite often, like the Tiger one that came out. Yeah,
1: that was um, good.
0: Britney, like the the Britney Free Britney. All of those have been good. I finally finished. Um, I the um shoot, it's escaping me. Michael, the Michael Jordan one.
1: Okay, yeah, the one with uh, the it was like uh, ten episodes. I know you. Yeah, I can't think of the. I can't think of it. it was on ESPN. But yeah, yes, exactly. I, yeah. I
0: can't remember either. I'm. It's flipping my mind. But like, I love. I I love documentary series. So like, just been binging those with the housewives. You, you know. <laughs> I feel like it's a good balance, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe not. It's fine. <laughs>
1: hey, it's whatever you enjoy. You know, like. I mean, there's, so, there's so many streaming platforms there's nights where yeah. you like okay what am i gonna watch tonight what am i gonna put on do you ever get like that sometimes too
0: all the time and but it, i feel like it's it's like so in your face right it's so saturated where you're just you're just like uh yeah
1: and the good thing about all these stream platforms is always gonna be a job there's always another show coming out somewhere
0: yeah which is so, so- great for all like for all of us
1: yeah, more opportunities yeah. for you guys
0: well that's it yeah exactly and so there's always and that's what i say i'm like there's work out there for all of us you know there's Definitely. there you just got to look at it that way yeah. family feud though the celebrity family feud those are fun those are so fun i love family feud. i could watch it for 12 hours straight steve harvey i love him
1: he's funny he's funny <laughs> he's you ever watch team those team. clips like the people take the clips and they make the little clips they're hilarious where he's got yeah. his face like looking like
0: just like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's so true, though. I can see true. it now where you're like.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, lastly, uh, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on uh, social media?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm at Adila Josani on Instagram and Twitter. And that's it. I haven't really learned TikTok yet or any of those other things. Uh,
1: TikTok's for teenagers. we we got to right? stay away okay. from that
0: yeah i can't i was like what is this? it still takes me like two hours to make an instagram post like i'm still i'm that person I don't yeah know. yeah uh,
1: well, you should you gotta hire somebody I the influencer the
0: <laughs> yeah right i told i need to because i'm not a good one
1: <laughs> uh, you know, this was fun uh, thank you for coming on the show
0: oh thank you for having me this was so rad thank you